Hello, baby. This is the Big Sniffer speaking, and you're listening to Short and Spooky, the podcast about anthology shows from the 80s, 90s, and sometimes the early 2000s. That's right. How's everyone doing? And who do we have around the table today? Oh, uh, that would be me, uh, Johnny Junk. Oh. And me, Eric Curie. And I'm the trash man, Tommy. <laughs> You're also the ice man, <laughs> And the meatloafiest boy we've ever met. He is bloafy and meaty. I'm not meaty at all. Meatloaf. Mm. You're meaty oh, work. You are yeah. a meatloaf and a half. Mm. You know what? You know, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. <laughs> the uh, One of the uh, uh, songwriters for Meatloaf just passed away. Oh. Yeah. Wait, he yeah. has songwriters? He music? John something? Something with a K, yeah. I thought he wrote his own music. No, he didn't. He actually was famously just the uh, the, the singer. He was just the eye candy. Yeah. Great role in... Um, Rocky Horror Picture yeah. Show? Yeah. Amazing. Fight Club, Tenacious D, Pick of Destiny. He's great. He's, he's in, in that Fight Club? Too? Yeah, he's a uh, bitch tits. Yeah, he he's, is? He's bitch tits. I didn't know that was him. Yeah. Wow. Great movie. Mm. Great actor. Mm. I have it on DVD if you'd like to watch it after our recording. No. Or during our movie <laughs> night coming up. Hey! Feisty over there. <laughs> so I'm so happy to be here today with you guys. Um, another recording. Yeah. It was rainy today. It was. I, but, I love rainy days now. I live in California for eight plus years. You know what I don't like about is like I, I hate it when it's like raining the you whole time. You ran t- to your van today. Well, first of all, I don't like getting wet. I'm just like a cat, obviously. Mm-hmm. I love getting wet. Wow. It's true. Uh, you are like very finicky and aloof. I'm feisty. Um, no, but the uh, I was going to say uh, I, I, w- when you're at work all day and it's raining and pouring, you're just like, God, I can't wait to get off work and just be a lazy piece of shit and like lay around and take a nap and do nothing. Mm-hmm. And like that's what you're planning on all day. And then as soon as you get off work, the sun comes out and it stops mm-hmm. raining. You're like, fuck, I guess I got to. I can't be lazy now because yeah. I'll feel guilty about it. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. You fucking California kids. That's that's nothing. That's so easy. Growing up in the South every afternoon in the spring, it's sunny outside, but there's also like a sideways rain. So you can't really use like an umbrella. Umbrellas um, are useless. Right? And it's all bright outside. So you're just like walking in the sun, um, just getting a little wet is what it is. I love In your Dixie Dukes. Is that what they're called? <laughs> Daisy Dukes. Daisy Dukes? And Whatever. no, I did not wear those, but yes. Dixie Dukes is <laughs> when, when guys child, wear the wear short those. shorts. Dixie Dukes, that's right. <laughs> that's what I wear. Weren't Dixie Cups like a candy as well? Too? No. Dixie Cups are a cup. 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 Oh. The red cups. Ice cream? No. Uh, red cups. Like that you'd see at parties, right? Those yeah. are Dixie Cups. Oh. Those are solo no, cups. They're, they're, they're... Oh, shit. Those are solo cups. Yeah. What are Dixie Cups? The little ones. Oh, the little ones that have juice in them. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Usually. Uh, I guess. Jesus Christ. They can also have water. <laughs> or juice. Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. Or tea. Coffee. Or, or semen. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm never going to drink out of a Dixie cup at your house, <laughs> what, all right? What kind of podcast is this? Well, what they are call they it doing? A Dixie what is cup? this? Anyway. And uh, but how about you guys? Everything's been cool this week. We, yeah. uh, we've, again, it's been a week since we recorded. What's been new with y'all? I think I'm just looking forward to my birthday coming up. That's right. We're gonna and take we're gonna take um, Yuri Kiri out for a nice birthday dinner. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go get some uh, delicious food, some sausages, and yummy drinks, schnitzels, and fucking brats and mm. spitzels and all that good stuff. Are you a brat person, Coop? Yeah, I'm a brat person. <laughs> all right, enough said. <laughs> 
Yeah, they got some good stuff there. I, I really, uh, they, they got like one of the, uh, so we're going to a little spot in a town. You might not have heard of it. It's called Alameda. Hey, bud. What's up? And uh, it's a German restaurant called Spicy Commer, and uh, it is kind of, I don't know, slightly upscale. It's, it's, it's they, they do some food very well. It's got the type of place where you can get a beer inside of a glass boot, or mm-hmm. you can get a two-liter, two like, like literally like a two liter of beer, like in one Damn. glass. Yeah, it's Are a workout just it? to lift it, huh? Are you going to do one? Honestly, unless you're chugging that thing, it makes more sense to just get them like smaller. So that way. Temperature yeah. wise. Yeah, exactly. I feel yeah. Yeah, Kiri, I'm excited about that too. I think it's going to be a great time. Uh, we were already talking about some possible hijinks we can get up to while we're over there. Sorry. Uh, Coop, you got some news though. You just found a new uh, uh, spot to live. Yeah, I'm moving again. Moving on down the road. Yeah, but didn't you say you're going to have a kick-ass basement? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's actually the garage, but it's humongo. It's like, the garage looks small from the outside, and it's like three times the size. You guys are going to see. It's going to be so dope. And then I'm going to put my couch down there and my TV and my PlayStation. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a bit of a, I don't like the phrase, man cave, because mm-hmm. I like to call my, my butt the man cave. Naturally. Yeah, but. <laughs> Maybe it'll be the coop cave. <laughs> the coop cave. There you go. Yeah. And the sniff cave, full of smells, all different kinds. Jesus. Yep. Mostly spilled gasoline. <laughs> I don't know that I'm going to be visiting you down there, my friend. Are you getting a lot of like Playboy, like 1987 pics down there for or, or what? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I. I got know. a bunch of episode, or, um, Playboy magazines from the 60s, actually, um, that I used to make a notebook for Tom and John a few months back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still have, have it. But if you need wallpaper, just let me know. You can uh, Ooh, have those back that's issues. That's a good idea for like a bachelor cave the sniff yeah. cave so yeah that's what's happening in my life lately moving well, you <clears> let us know when you need help where. i'm fantastic manual labor you're helping i'm there yes uh yeah so i don't know not a whole lot has happened to me this week i guess the only thing that's pretty exciting is that my cartoon is almost almost done the only oh, thing I that i have less to do is a uh, uh we have to do the credits so uh we're talking to uh our friend who helped mix the music and uh, the animator and stuff, and we're trying to figure out exactly what people want credits for. I think it'd be really cool just to have the names, like, boom, this is how few people made it. Like, it doesn't really matter. But I'm not sure if some people are like, oh, I want to be credited as this because, you know, it's gonna be, if it goes, whatever, on IMDb or whatever, they want specific credits. So how many people are even involved at this point? Like, four? F- f- I only know about you, your buddy, and So, yeah, so, the there's, so there's three of us. Okay. But then we had our other friend who were just has always been a friend forever, and mm-hmm. he is really good at mixing music, and he mixed down some music, and he helped coach us doing some of the voiceover stuff for my buddy who's kind of robotic and weird. <laughs> and then... Uh, he also did one of the voices, but mm-hmm. he's not really responsible for any of the, uh, like, I don't know, writing or creating. Is or... he the monkey? No. You're the monkey. I'm the monkey. Yeah. I'm the spaceship, <laughs> and I'm also John. Who is he? He's is he a... the pirate? Yeah, he's a pirate. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the point is, uh, it's exciting. It's, like, so close to being done. I have, like, I don't know, blue balls for, like, <laughs> I cannot wait to see this finished thing. Like This has been something you've been wanting to do for, what, 10 years? I mean, we wrote the script like 10 years ago, yeah, yeah. but like uh, we filmed it, and it was supposed to be live action. It was, it was a whole lot of things, but uh, it's, it's... Well, I'm a fan already. The end is very near in sight, so it's exciting. Well, uh, we can't wait to check it out. I yep. know. I can't wait to show it to you guys. Yep. Um, yes, sir. So that's basically what I've been yes, working sir. on. Uh, do you guys feel like doing picks of the week? I do, because I have one, a strong one. Let's All right. Take, nasty. Let's Coop, start with nasty. big one. For your what? Pick of the week. <laughs> My pick of the week is the Mortal Kombat movie. 
Ooh, haven't seen it yet. Sick. Okay, we then I will have to. We were talking about this on the over. Yeah, you guys saw it? We, no, we, we were talked both... about it. Oh, yeah, no, it's fucking great. You got to see it. I was, you know, I, I came in with low expectations because you, you, we've all seen nine, the 97. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> I liked the 97 right. one. Did they did it. They had a good effort. But I got to say, Goro looks about as good as he did in that one CGI-wise. Hey, that original one looked pretty fucking great. That's the thing. Yeah. I, 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 re, I went back. I was like on YouTube watching clips from the 97 movie. And I was like, Goro doesn't look bad. Um, he, Or maybe he just looks shitty in this movie still. Because I'm like, he looks similar. I always played as Princess Animation Katana. Wise. How about you? Oh, I'm a Sector man. He wasn't in the film. Cabal, though. So you're talking about Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3. Yes, I started Thank playing you. Mortal Thank Kombat you. on the third one. I never played 1 and 2 because okay. I'm not old like everyone else on this podcast. <laughs> he says to the lady whose birthday is coming up. Thanks a JK, lot, bud. JK, JK. That's just when I started. Number three was always the best because it had the, it had the most fatalities, but it yeah. also had friendships and fatalities. Yeah, and like all these. Did it have brutalities? Wait, I think there was animality. Oh, yeah. Then we turned it into animals. Yeah. Yeah, and there was... Okay, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. That, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, I love that game and, so uh, much. Fatality. It's great. And that's where the one I played first in arcades because when I... Came of like arcade game playing age out. It was like 1997, 98, 99, whatever. And 1999. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a little tiny, I'm a little boy at Wait, 30 years born? old. Well, it's a junior 1990 in high school. I was born. God, you were you were born you weren't even born in the 80s. No, I was born in 1990. What is the shenanigans? What? what? I'll leave. I'll see myself. God, you're like, no, we, we need to you. appeal to the youth. <laughs> That's, That's right. You are, right? I'm the hip young guy. I'm talking all you Zoomers out there. No, I'm not a Zoomer. 96 and later are Zoomers. We're all millennials in here. Whoa. So, uh, anyway, yeah, so it's a good movie. It was really cool. I recommend it. Right see on. it in theaters check that out. if you can. Yeah. That's mine. All right. Uh, I guess if I have to pick something I've been into this week is. Uh, a cryptocurrency trading platform called Binance. Binance. That's right. And uh, basically, as far as uh, cryptocurrency goes right now, is, uh, Bitcoin dropped $14,000 in the last week, um, which is huge. Uh, you know, probably wrecked a lot of people's stuff. But uh, yeah. um, I don't know. I invest in uh, cryptocurrency from time to time. I used to do it a lot because I would buy drugs off the dark web with Bitcoin. And then when I realized how much money it was making, I was like, man, if I just fucking saved that Bitcoin instead of wasting it on fucking ketamine and other kinds of random drugs. You'd be I, a rich man. Oh, forget about it. Yeah, I'd have like fucking half a million bucks by now. Oh it's ridiculous. God. Dang. So anyway, made some other investments. But this one app, it's called Binance. It's really convenient and easy and you don't have to fucking like use your social and all this other bullshit. So uh, awesome. if you guys are uh, young Zoomers, <laughs> Zoomers tra- trading cryptos, <laughs> check out Binance. We know what's hip. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's going to be my <gasps> Big, Big of the Week. week. <laughs> well, I'll go next. Um, I have been enjoying a little town called Stardew Valley. Oh, that's right, yes. friends. You might recall a few episodes ago, our Tommy Trashman recommended it to us. So I decided I got to check this out. Coop's also a player, mm-hmm. um, and I am loving it. It's turned into Tom and I just texting on end about wooing Leah uh, and where to mine, where to find the best crops. I mean, we've just been really loving this lifestyle. Leah. Yeah, we've been loving it. Salads and goat cheese. Yep. Kiri, yep. you're with Leah too, huh? I am. As a as a woman, yeah. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Nothing. I mean, 
I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's great. So that's my pick of the week. My pick of the week is is just um, appreciate whatever you have and because <laughs> you never know when the last time you see someone's. I mean, know. if anything, this last year has really shut that in our face. Yeah, yeah. Seeing someone's face and, and it's just nice to see y'all's faces. Mm. I rub off on him. Yeah. I'm glad that John I'm rubbed off on me one time. What? <laughs> All right. And we just heard a little bit about everybody's uh, week. It's been great. Uh, but let's do what we're here to do. It's talk about anthology shows. And uh, Coop, mm-hmm. you were the uh, decision maker this week. Yeah. And uh, you chose a little special something for us. What was it? I picked Ray Bradbury's Theater episode something. Uh, Tom? <laughs> I know the name of the episode. It was the town where no one got off. And I put uh, that. In, I made a little joke in the he text. Did, he said, like, "John said that he. What'd you say? You don't. It's this place I don't want to go. Yeah, you want. He wants to get off. Who doesn't? I, uh, I know I do. But I know uh, Tom is a uh, stickler for the the year and release date and all that. So he's probably got that queued up. Do let us know. That mm-hmm. came out in 1986 on February 22nd. So I was not even born yet. I don't mm-hmm. know about the rest of you around here. I don't. I know Kiri wasn't. I think John was probably. I was in graduate school. <laughs> Fourteen years old. Um, this was season one, episode four. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I remember when I first saw this, at a, uh, I bought the DVD of this. I had this on DVD, and like, oh, the, like I remember in that was 1984. <laughs> Yeah. I'm sure it was after the fact. Tom. No, this was like in, you know. DVDs weren't around. Please six. go ahead, John. Well, I had it and I was like, the, you know, it, it credits all these like, you know, hot shit actors that people know from like popular movies. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit, this one's got Jeff Goldblum in it. The town where no one ever got off. Mm-hmm. And I never had watched it until you picked it. And I, I don't know if you remember, oh, really? you were like, hey, have you guys done this one yet? And I was like, the one with Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> yeah, no. You immediately said that. <laughs> yeah. You've been itching to watch this one. I have been, I have been yeah. <laughs> itching to watch this because uh, we've only done uh, uh, Ray Bradbury Theater, I think, two or three times before. Oh. Um, and this one, I think, is an interesting one. But uh, is there mm-hmm. anything in particular that uh, made you want to choose this uh, episode? Um, Jeff Goldblum. Well, yeah, Jeff Goldblum was a draw, of course, and then I'd never watched Ray Bradbury Theater before. Mm-hmm. Me either. So I always say Brad Barry, but Brad is it Bradbury? I don't it's, know how you're supposed like to pronounce Burry. it. It's Burry. Burry. Like, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Whatever, but um, uh, yeah, Jeff Goldblum, number one, number two, wanted to check out Ray Bradbury Theater. Number three, it was short. Get on you, and, <laughs> and it was spooky. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I don't think it was spooky at all, to be honest. All right. Well, hey. Well, it brings uh, us in. Let's talk about it. But, you know, Mm -hmm. we got to do little drinking game rules. So uh, do you want to start us off? And then we can kind of dip around the table, see if anyone's got some of the rules. I couldn't think of a good one for this one. I I have one. I got a couple. Okay. Let's let you guys establish these then. Every time you wonder why is dude following him, take a drink. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, my first, my first drinking game rule is just before the story even starts. It's, it's when Ray Bradbury is at this little train station. Drink every time you see a lantern because they have a crazy amount of lanterns in it. Lots of lanterns. And then my other drinking game rule is drink every time you see rude townspeople. Oh, there you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I got something to say about that intro. 
Mm. Well, okay. Uh, Let's start there. Go ahead, Kiri. All right. So um, as a disclaimer to our listeners, I was feeling a bit... um, not sober when I wrote my notes. So in a lot of my notes, I'm asking myself questions. And so I'm going to go ahead and share my questions with you guys. So you are with me on my journey as I watch okay. this, this episode. So it starts with weird fucking intro with him narrating all seemingly mental because his lips don't move. Monotone ass voice. I'm less enchanted by Ray now. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. So. so Scathing. That's my first commentary. <laughs> so. This episode does something that the other ones hadn't done. Yeah. So every time we watch an episode of Ray Bradbury Theater, he come in, he's like walks around his little like writing area, and he has all these like crazy little artifacts he's and like, like rummaging around. He's a hoarder, yeah. and like he's got all these little things, and it's like it'll be like today, like one of the episodes we did, the first one we did was called The Sound of Thunder. It's all about dinosaurs, and he's like sits down at his little desk, and he sits down, and he looks at there's a little dinosaur toy, and he goes, "Ah, oh, yes, maybe I'll write about this," and then like he gets you know click clacking on the keyboard and. Mm. Then cuts the episode this one's different it's like a double intro yes so it shows him (laughs) sitting down to write and then like throws to commercial and it comes back and it's i don't know if you guys caught this it's a Uh zoom in on a little toy train station and that turns into a real train station and then he's there Mm -hmm. talking to a conductor or some dude who works at a train station and then it cuts into the actual episode so it's like a framework of telling stories inside of a framework of telling stories um but one of the things i really enjoyed about this intro is the part where he's like oh yes this is my you know my laboratory where i write all this stuff and he goes i'll never starve here and i was like <laughs> really i mean you could you know stand and lose a couple pounds but <laughs> ray bradbury right? yeah, solid concern yeah i don't know yeah you know he doesn't have those hitchhiker buns he, he doesn't. doesn't have those Crypt Keeper puns. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what's he got? You know, he's got... Monotone-ass voice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Legit writing crops. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> so you're talented, whatever. Yeah, get over yeah. yourself. Uh, right. Tom, you've seen this intro several times. Did this strike you as slightly different in any I way? Thought, I thought it was odd. I thought it was very odd. I've never watched the show before, but it threw me. It I came was off like, awkward. Right, because it was like, we already had the intro. And I was like, and when then, the episode started, I was like, oh, is this... Is this guy really starring in his own was, episode? Exactly. That, yeah. That's how, like that's how I show. felt. Yeah. That's what David Bowie did. Um, and David then, Bowie's a megalomaniac. Just kidding. I love David Bowie. I don't want to jump. It's not very far ahead. but mm-hmm. uh, So, yeah, we go to this train scene. Mm-hmm. And this dude's, like, got, a again, another lantern, which is a drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this guy with the best voice in the entire episode. The guy who works there? The guy who's like sitting on a chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can one of you do a, rec- a, a recreation of uh, the guy's voice? I can't do his voice, but I'll tell you right now. He looked like a puppet. He looked like he was not <laughs> he a did. human being. He looked, he looked like looked, a Muppet character. He did. He looked yeah. like, I don't know if you guys have ever seen those. Can I, can I play? I have it queued up right here. It was here. like Beaker. Can, can I play it? He Look looked like, like those Genesis music videos with like the Ronald Reagan puppets. So he's you know sitting there and there's like yeah. smoke everywhere. And this guy's like sitting there fucking like moving around with some sort of contraption. <laughs> again, everyone's just like tossing lanterns around. I don't know what the fuck is going on. And then, okay, here, I'm, I'm going to take... You can. I'm sorry if you think this is Johnny. So there's Big Belly fucking Ray Bradbury. <laughs> okay. And then I have much to talk about. Well, we're after this time. Yeah. Anywhere, everywhere. Hogtown, Ironville, Wooster Falls. Look at all those names. 
Hard to decide. Well, that's why you got all them crazy ideas. Yes, Yes, I got all my crazy ideas from my stories from towns' names. I have all of the names. That guy sounds like Tom Waits. Write them down. Oh, yeah. I think that's Tom Waits. I know it's not. And now it's daytime. Intro, the inside of a train. More modern setting than before. We see a young Jeff Goldblum. Curious observations. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, so uh, Jeff Goldblum's character in this uh, episode is named Cogswell. I don't know how I feel about that name for a character. When was it used? Just the very it beginning? It sounds completely fake, right? I never it, heard anyone say that. No. I think it's... I mean, I, I'm sure it said that on, like, IMDb. I think that's, like, the name of the boss from, like, uh, the Jetsons or something like <laughs> Cogswell. that. Cogswell? <laughs> yeah, or something like that, right? Yeah, it sounds it's, like it. It sounds very old and dated. Yeah. Um... But yeah, his uh, Jeff Goldblum's uh, character name is Cogswell. I don't think any of us will call him that. I think we'll all be referring to him as Jeff Goldblum or yes, Goldblum or Bloom or whatever. Um, but yeah, he's uh, he's hanging out, riding on this train. Uh, he's peering out the window, looking at a bunch of like uh, small towns uh, zipping by on the train. And he's sitting across from an old man. And uh, the old man on the train is like, oh, man, all these small towns look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm vibing with the old man. I w- if I was sitting there, too, I'd be like, yeah, fuck those fucking... Jerkwater towns, as he calls them. Oh well, yeah, so yeah, the whole time uh, this old man is like saying like, all these places suck. Like he's a he's a businessman. You can tell he's reading a, a finance newspaper. He's dressed uh, in a suit, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Goldblum disagrees. And he's like, you know what? These places are quaint. They're nice. You know, it's like a real slice of life. You know, it's not like you know the hustle and bustle yeah. of the city. He's kind of a, I don't want to say fetishizing, but he's, I don't know, the idealizing. Word. Yes, idealizing the simple life exactly and, and uh, not the show with paris hilton and her sister oh i remember that show yeah <laughs> that was a good one i gotta re- i gotta rewatch some of those episodes yeah. it's good classic uh but yeah they uh so uh the old man basically calls his bluff uh he's like yo jeff goldblum if you like uh, the idea of these places why don't you go get off right here at this next stop if uh you like it so much why don't you go you know put your money where your mouth is and go check it out and put your money where your mouth is and get off exactly and uh at first jeff goldblum is like you know he kind of is like you know like whatever you know you're just some random dude on the train and then yeah. i really feel like the uh, inciting incident is when the old man calls jeff goldblum uh he says he doesn't have any guts he's like yeah, yeah why don't you get off the train he's like no no it's all right. i'm all right and he goes you don't have the guts <laughs> i think you're hot shit it's like why don't you you know actually do something about it so uh he calls him a damn fool writer yeah i know that's a favorite term of yours <laughs> it damn is. fool i'm always calling people that yeah damn fool baker damn fool principle <laughs> um i felt like ray was projecting himself into this character a little bit being, that's right being a writer yeah. right yeah i also liked him using the phrase jerk water and then quickly using the phrase well they're they're a yin and yang kind of thing you know like this guy's like the old school like mad men kind of business guy and you know he looks down on this uh this writer like mm-hmm. you know he's kind of a liberal guy who's doing his thing and that's the way i took it, it was like he he looks down on this guy mm-hmm. kind of being an entrepreneur and taking his own thing as opposed to doing the old the old-fashioned way yeah i think yeah. i think the the old man was supposed to kind of be the voice of like yeah like what the majority of people think so that way he's able to be like you know what i don't have those same thoughts as you do so you know i'm, I'm more of an uh, you know original character or whatever so um you know you need to have the voice of reason or the consensus to deviate from but yeah it's uh yeah <laughs> I'm sorry, just agreeing. Yeah. Uh, so Jeff Goldblum grabs a conductor. He's like, 
hey, what's this next town? And the conductor says, the next town is called Air One? Tom, you had all these written down? What was it? Erewhon, E-R-E-W-O-N. Okay. But okay. no one gets off there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like... I took this as like, no one gets laid in this town. Did you guys not like the guy using the phrase jerk water <laughs> in the, the town where no one gets off? Yeah, isn't the term like I'm calling backwater? My, I'm calling... I don't they, know, but I'm calling my are they just semen uh, jerk water from now on. <laughs> Very they're good. Just, they're just edging the entire time. I don't know. Yeah, they never get off. I've never edged. Uh, Have you? Haven't? Yeah. I mean, I've like, you know, oh God, good Okay, Lord. so for those <laughs> listening, if you're like, wait, what are they talking about? Uh, Tom, how would you describe edging? This is not a family-friendly episode. I don't think any of our episodes are. <laughs> okay, tell us about edging. Um, to what I know, edging is when you get yourself as close to climax and then don't do it. Yeah, hence the name. You're kind of walking on the edge of it. Yeah. Without falling off. Yep. Yeah. Uh, never I feel been... like I do that every time. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, if you're if you're like having sex and trying not to come because you're like, oh, I want to last a little longer, mm. that's edging. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever, what, what's your go-to like thing you think about in your head when you're uh, edging? If you're if you're with a girl in, or a, a man in bed, <laughs> yeah. What uh, what do you think about? I know I know I know the big sniffs one already. Yeah. I don't know if there's a specific thing to think about. I think it's just distracting yourself from what's going on, right? I used to think about homework, <laughs> and now uh, you can't get off without thinking about it. Well, come on now. Yeah, of course. Kiri, females don't have the same problem. No. Yeah. I've, I've never tried it's not to. It's the opposite. Women with, are actively with, trying to, yeah, like, they're, in any way possible. Yeah. Right? I know Cooper. At times, sometimes it's just a happening. Yeah. Cooper, what? do you want to tell yours? Yeah. I'll, I'll tell it. You so can tell you by won't. the uh, so enthusiasm in his voice. Myself. What I would think about uh, my grand, <laughs> my grandparents. So is this the grandma that you uh, ignore her cries for help coming uh, out of her bedroom? That wasn't her. It was someone else. I would someone else's grandmother. <laughs> and and to be clear, not like I'm thinking about my grandmother in lingerie or something. Jesus. I think about like one of my grandparents, not one in particular, but just any of them, like baking something. <laughs> and then I'm like, this is the least sexual thing I can imagine. It's like right it's now. wholesome, but it's still like loving, yes, you know? So you're yes. not like totally snapped out of it. And yeah, maybe yeah. it's a little fucked up that I'm thinking about that while I'm uh, going I to town. I think there are far <laughs> more fucked up things to think about when there you're going are. to town. And what's relieving is that when I think of that, I don't come immediately. There you go. It makes me, you know, it gets me farther away from it, which is reassuring. It's like, okay, I'm not in, in, as fucked up it'd be weird if you just nutted instantly as soon as you're like (laughs) well that's the thing the one that i I remember remember you told me about was you were thinking about your grandma doing dishes (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) something about the kitchen just something just yeah and i know how that makes me sound but you know i use that to get me away from orgasm not get me towards that's right no Uh judgment doc no No judgment judgment. yeah you know my methods are my own don't have to use and them. we accept you and we love yes, you thank you so jeff goldblum uh decides to get off the train um and uh when he goes into the train station it's like all old timey and stuff it's like it's a quaint little town uh and there's a man who pretty much just ignores him the whole time mm-hmm. he's like asking him questions about stuff the guy just kind of like glances over at him without responding or like acknowledging 
almost at all. Yeah. The only thing that gets any type of response is when he's like, hey, you got a place where I can keep my bags? And the guy just kind of like... Gives him a head jerk. Yeah, he nods oh. a little bit. He's listening to... He's got some headphones on, too. What do you think he's listening to? I was going to ask that question. <laughs> oh. This is, what, 1987? Six. Se- yeah. yeah. Like, what do you think he's listening to then? Oh, man. I think mm. he's listening to Dilly Dilly from a couple episodes ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I think he's listening to? 86. Okay. And I think... I think he's listening to... Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge. Grandmaster Flash. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, Wait, eighty six. Oh, yeah, like if it's eighty six, this guy's probably listening like Michael Jackson, or Madonna, you Mr. Know. Mister song Kyrie Eleison, which some member of this podcast is named after, right? Coop, right? <laughs> what? Who? No, yeah. Uh, he could be listening to all kinds of eighties pop hits. Devo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> Aha. Uh-huh. He's listening to Aha's latest uh, yes. single. Yeah, take on me. <laughs> That's why he can't get invested too much. <laughs> He's like, I'm vibing, dude. <laughs> Best part's coming up. <laughs> I've felt that way before. I felt that way on my drive here. I was listening to music and I was had my directions talking, and I was enraged because she was like, she was talking about Constitution Way, and she takes so long like talking about that road anyway because there's so many long words in it. And it was enraging you? Yeah, because it was the best part of the song. I was like, maybe, maybe we could talk about, you know, taking some breaths. And Maybe uh, that's what I need. I should yeah. have done. Yeah. Taking that breath. What do you think he was listening to, Tom? Oh, I have no idea, to be honest. I don't, I'm, not, I'm not that familiar with the 80s time period. but um, You were just listening to a little 80s synth. Yeah, but it's for, that was for you. I like, thank you. I like you. I like you, too. <laughs> you want to hold hands? Yep. And they did, y'all. Y'all can't see, but they are, and it's nice. Too bald crew? <laughs> yeah. Hey. That's um, the word. Just because I have hair, I'm not so, your crew? Sorry. Right before this, he gets off the train, and we see this like guy in like the boulder cap kind of thing. Mm, yeah. And I thought there. for a second, because like, I not the first time I watched the episode, I thought that maybe this guy was like, like the last person that gets off this train gets stuck there. So the next time someone else gets off the train, they get re- released mm. from. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah. You're saying that, say, when Jeff Goldblum gets off the train, there's an old man who's passed out on the bench outside the train station. Mm-hmm. And he. What do you guys want to call him this episode? Like, he's credited as old man. Yeah. Cre- the only creepy per- old dude is what I read about him. The only person that's credited with a name is Cogswell. Everyone else is old man, salesman, conductor, store owner, mother, girl on swing, man in store, <laughs> train master, and then Ray Bradbury <laughs> self. So if you work at a train station, you're called a train master? Train master. That'd yeah. be kind of fun. I mean, it's a great title. Oldo. Let's call him Oldo. Okay, well, Oldo. Yeah, he's wearing a bowler cap. and uh, He's pretending to be asleep. He seems like he's asleep the whole time, and it's like Jeff Goldblum just dishes bags, and he walks outside, and he looks at him, and it kind of looks like he's like, He's like appreciating him. <laughs> like he just like he looks up, and he like kind of looks like he's maybe he's gonna like stir the old man and like to try to talk to him, and he's like kind of puts his hand out. He's like, no, like yeah, it, he's perfect the way he is. I don't want to stir him from his slumber. Yeah. One thing I've learned growing up is you don't just touch sleeping old man at train stations. That's how you get stabbed. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't have been great if that episode ended like just a minute in. <laughs> he just gets stabbed, stabbed to death. Oh no. Um, but it did look a lot like uh, it did look a lot like the the when he's looking out the windows before that it looks a lot like the like where I grew up like like middle of nowhere 
cars rotting in people's uh, front uh, yards and, and, and a nice little autumn going on as well, too. I don't know where, where Ray Bradbury is from, but it felt like very Stephen King. Like New England. East Coasty, you know, yeah. Maine, New Hampshire, They're all from New England, aren't they? They all are, yeah. There's a, all the horror writers. Yeah, there, there's a big... Uh, we have a group. It's a cabal. A cabal? Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. Um... But yeah, th- this guy, he's the same guy that keeps coming back later on in the episode, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, it's the same old man. Um, one thing I wanted to say, and I don't know if you guys noticed this or had an explanation for this, because I certainly don't, but while Jeff, after he does has a little interaction, well, you know, looks at the old man, the oldo, he starts walking, and he walks past a graveyard, and I don't know what the fuck is going on here, but there's a grave with smoke billowing I out can of explain it. it. You can? Yes. Please do, because so, I Googled it. <laughs> I was like, grave smoke? I wasn't sure what happened either. So, so yeah, he walks, he, uh-huh. after he doesn't wake up oldie, he walks around <laughs> town to like explore like, this quaint little town, because this yeah. is what he kind of got off for to kind of experience and see what it's all about. He walks past a cemetery, and there's a, a, a grave digger or, or whatever, the groundskeeper. Yeah. I thought that it was supposed to be he was burying a body and smoke was coming out of the open grave. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? But what was actually happening was he was raking leaves into a pile to burn. Oh. So it was a pile of burning leaves. We it totally burn. looked like he was it burying did. someone I, with smoke. I'm right out. there with you because I watched it a couple of times too. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Well, I Googled it because I was like, is that like a thing? Like you could smoke the corpse to preserve it or some shit? I don't know. A little hickory barbecue yeah. sauce. Yeah. It was weird. Rub. And I couldn't find anything. Okay, so that... This is still burn, weird to do. Burning leaves, yeah. I guess. I guess it's a it's just a country thing, huh? Mm. We do that. You guys, you guys would understand. Yeah. And, uh, Isn't there at one point where they're like the train will only stop if there's like a flare on the tracks or something like that? Well, they later elaborate that yeah. trains don't stop there, even though they do. So mm. the trains coming and going seems to be kind of, uh, I don't know, not really explained or or accurate. Who knows? But Jeff Goldblum's walking around town, uh, and he stops at this little, like, general store, and he has this weird, like, soda contraption. You guys oh, see the thing? he can't throw that thing out. It's weird, right? It's like, uh, it looks like an ice machine that you'd get, like, nowadays, where you, like, pull out the bag of ice that, uh, famously, Johnny has a great picture of himself inside of one at 7-Eleven, and the cops got called on this. <laughs> you were there, too. Yeah, I was there. And I remember it was a Friday night. Like, it was like probably like the Fourth of July in like August. In like August, <laughs> it was the Fourth of July in wintertime. No, and and, and they and the guy came out. And yeah, it was the Seven Eleven. John crawled inside the ice machine uh, thing. Yeah, and the Seven Eleven clerk was Do you still none have that too pleased. Probably. And the guy came out and he's he like, he called police, going to call the cops, and are like, it's fucking. He didn't. Fourth of July in Oakland. Like, this guy's got way more to deal with than, than us. But anyway. Yeah. It's a weird machine that he's using. But he pumps some coins into it. You guys ever seen anything like this? No? All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. He's putting his coins in, and it's like a top-down thing that he reaches in, and he's trying to pull out this uh, soda. I've never seen a vending machine of that nature. Yeah, it's a quaint little old town thing. I guess it was supposed to be old even back in the 80s, right? So. Well, yeah. And he's panelled on it, and the, the person comes out and is like, it's already broken. You're not going to you know, fix it by just pounding on it. He walks away at that point. Yeah. But then left me wondering, why don't you just go in and buy what you want? They probably have it, right? Yeah, and it's probably... 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like there's no there's no chance of having your shit get caught in a machine if you buy it from a person. But yeah. the, this is our first uh, example of the store owner or a townsperson being rude to them, so take a drink. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. So something weird I thought about this town is initially nobody is speaking. He's all these strange interactions with people. They're all nonverbal until we get to the lady in the store. That's right. Yeah. I wasn't sure exactly uh, if there was something uh, that 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 was. Yeah, the whole time you're watching this thing, you're like, "Is this a dream? What's going on?" Because you know, when I went into this episode, I was like, "Okay, this is gonna be a Twilight Zone episode. The town where no one ever got off. Why did no one ever get off? Like, what's going on?" And I was like, "Oh, because everyone's a total asshole." No yeah, one, exactly. Yeah, no one's ever had an orgasm before. Nope. That's why they're all pissed off. Yeah. That's why there's no kids. <laughs> well, but there is. But we're not there yet. (laughs) (laughs) So as he walks away from that weird interaction with the woman, he sees the man from the rocking chair outside the train station. Yeah. Mm. I love a good rocking chair. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. And everyone should experience that. Mm -hmm. In fact, my friend uh, Cooper over here gave me a really cool vintage rocking chair. That's right. It's so cute. It so is. And it's actually, wasn't it handed down from your family? Yeah, it was my my grandmother's. Yeah. (laughs) For thousands of years. Thousands I'm basically years family. Ago. We're keeping it in the family. You are. Um, I don't know if I'm skipping ahead too far, but uh, after this, Jeff Goldblum at some point gets to a yard with a little girl on a swing or some shit like There's that. There's the kids. <laughs> kids. So, yeah. But that's, yeah, as I said, there, there's a little girl. He's only, his only notes are about kids. Well, Dude, no, the way he asked, is your mother home? That was creepy. Did that set off y'all's uh, feeling? Well, it was weird, a little weird. I, I just literally, sh- that was creepy. You should, that's yeah, the type of thing, yeah, you don't ask kids. I don't know. It does seem weird. I would have said, are your parents home? And the yeah. inflection, your yeah. mother home. Ooh, your like what mother. you do? No, I'm and not he telling got, you. He got a little close and he got a little, mm-hmm. a little too familiar. And then also she runs away and yells mommy and then he opens the gate and follows her yep yeah just goes right in <clears throat> well here's the part where i thought this was a little weird he goes up to the front door and there's mommy and he says oh hey yeah so uh i saw you had a room for rent mm. and he's he's implying that he has interest in the room and she says room's taken yeah what take that sign down but also it's like this town where no one new ever comes in what's the why would there be a room for rent if no one ever comes in that town from somewhere else? Maybe if you have an argument with your roommate or your significant other? I don't know, though. Like for established residents who need a new place? Maybe. I guess so. You're right. But I'm still, wrong. you know, it's... It, <laughs> no, it, to, to Cooper's point, it you know, this is a place where it, the town where no one gets off and... And they're renting rooms out? How long has this room been... Maybe it's, this has been waiting to get rented for years and years and years, well, decades. Here, here's or thousands of years ago. Thousands of years ago. <laughs> well, here's here's something I'm going to say, and I don't know. This may be controversial, and I'm excited. This is something so that I've kind of I kind of interpreted. It was like, okay, I wonder if the person who walked up to that door looked like, I don't know, um, who's Superman? Clark, Clark Kent. Kent. Yeah, Clark Kent, or it looked like. Or uh, like who is Ghost? Henry Cavill? Cavill? Who's the guy in Ghost? Who's dead? Patrick Swayze? Patrick Swayze. Oh, if the Swayze walks I up, wonder if it him. looked like that. I wonder if it looked like someone who didn't look very Semitic, if she would have been more friendly in all these town oh, people. Oh. I was immediately getting the vibes. That's an interesting insight. Yeah, no. Well, that's the thing. Immediately, I got the vibes, which is why um, I have that 
there. Mm, you have your eye people, on those NAZ eyes, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think these people are anti-Semitic. Because mm. Jeff Goldblum, I think we can all agree, looks Jewish or He's Italian. He's a man. It's not like a he negative a, reflection upon his looks at all. at all. No, right. And again, I'm half I Jewish. I don't know about that. I don't know. He's if a he, good looking guy. Oh, sorry, I'm, no, I'm I was thinking, thinking he looks good. I just don't know <laughs> if he looks like a Jewish man. You Jeff think? Goldblum, you don't think looks Jewish? No. He definitely does, yeah. Okay. He does. I'll <laughs> shut my mouth. John doesn't see race or color. But <laughs> John, his, John is putting sorry, a Sorry, I'm, I'm freezing cold. I drink two glasses of water. He's putting his jacket in. Yes. He's putting both jackets because that's how, what's what a cold boy John is. Putting on the A. He needs two sweatshirts. But that's the vibe I was getting this whole time. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to jump ahead, but this old man following him around also looks kind of Jewish. And so I was thinking, mm. immediately in my head was like, this is some kind of a... I had a similar thought. Did you? Where I was like, I wonder if this is like, and then this is like, obviously something that is, it was a fleeting thought, I would say. Mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder if this is like Jeff Goldblum from yeah. a different time period, Whoa. different timeline, where he's like waiting for this guy to come and take his place. Yeah. That would have been good. That, that's why I thought the entire time I was like, this is going to be some cool thing where you don't get yeah. all, you Like once again, it goes back to what the point I made at the very beginning when we were talking about this, like where it, one person gets in, one person gets. It's like the sentinel. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but that's my thought. I know. I get that. I had that thought as well a bit, but then I was just thinking everyone in this town is anti-Semitic slash, you know, doesn't like Italians because Jeff Goldblum, a lot of Jewish people. And again, I'm Jewish myself, half Jewish myself. A lot of Jewish people, you know, and Italian people look like they are similar. Maybe that's why I had such a hard time clocking it, because I never, I always thought he was just, yeah, he looked like, I don't know, like uh, Italianish. Yeah. Kind of got that Mediterranean-ish. Look. Well, that's the thing. Exactly. Yeah. That's what he like, looks like my dad. Well, in a town like this, anyone who doesn't look like like Wonder Bread White, mm-hmm. I think these people are niche, are put off by it. Okay. That's my thought. And maybe I'm off base here. I've never eaten Wonder Bread. You haven't? Never. It's not great. So at this point, (laughs) he sees the man. He's clearly following him. Yeah. He stops the water and he looks. I decide my lagoon is better. He walks. (laughs) He walks and walks. Man following him keeps up and maintains the creepy. He is super creepy. Mm -hmm. Um, is it at this point where he walks into back into the uh, store, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I forget what he says to the, these guys. Like, what are they playing cards or something like that? These mm. two dudes he says some of them, and they say, "Sup," or they're like, "What's up?" I love that. And I was like, these guys are pretty cool. Yeah, I, I thought would, these guys. I would love been his friends. I would love to have like my day off and just be like sitting chilling with yeah. these dudes. <laughs> yeah. Like, in a fucking just getting convenience hands store and, playing yeah. cards, get drinking. What do they think? They're drinking some nice. Ooh, what do you think? Wild corn. turkey. Wild turkey. Yeah, I was thinking like corn whiskey. Yeah, like uh, no, some... it was local. It was definitely a local brand. Well, yeah, that's no one moonshine. There. Yeah, moonshine. Moonshine. It's got you said that. moonshine. I've heard of it. I've heard of such. Have things. you guys ever tried moonshine? Why? Like? Yeah, actually, a friend of mine's grandpa used to make some, and so she would give it to us for Christmas. Oh, back in the south. Um, no, it's actually one of my friends from, well, the Central Valley. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Which is South. <laughs> South California. I think her family was from like Mid-Cal- the Southern regions, though. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. So Grandpa got Have it. you? Coop? What? Tried some... I've had moonshine, but I've only had... I've never had like illegal moonshine that someone made So at you've home. never had it then? Ah. Well, I guess not. I guess not. How and about I guess you? that just makes me a Yeah, I had some shine. Poser. I uh, it was 
dating this girl and she brought Ooh. so we went up to like reno for like a gambling weekend and she brought oh, yeah. like one of her friends and that friend whose dad made it like a home still and like had like made this stuff they put it in this flask and they put a bunch of like weird like fruits and botanicals in there and it tasted like terrible but it was <laughs> fucking amazing it was like you took like one drink and you were like felt like you just drank like a whole like 12 pack that, dude, that, yeah I, i've had it a couple times and um my dad before he's sober like used to get it from friends so down in like south carolina and you take like to your point johnny like you take one or two shots and you feel like a million bucks little goes a long way yes i oh. like that though you don't have to pee a lot efficient efficient isn't nothing unless worth... you go blind or die yeah i'm cool with either one <laughs> no way isn't there's nothing better than than getting a nice buzz and not having to like pee in the middle of the night i don't know about you guys but i don't you hate hate when you wake up and you're like do that thing where you're like do i fall asleep or do I potentially which i've never done pee the bed <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I'm, I love to go pee, like, all night long. Like, I'd be up, like, every three hours, like, going pee. It's not even a choice. Like, my little bladder's, like, yeah, got to go take care you of have, it. You have a baby I think, bladder? I do. I don't hate it because for the last seven years, my including now, even when I've moved, my bathroom, I have a bathroom, like, in my bedroom. Your bathroom at your current place is dope as fuck. Too. Yeah. It's like and a it's hotel like, bed. It's like a hotel bed. It is. It's a nice little spot I've got, which I will be leaving soon. But I think that's why I don't mind is because I don't really have to leave my room. Yeah, you don't have to like... Wh- when you and I lived together, mm-hmm. I used to worry about all these crazy people being in there. <laughs> crazy people. I would like try to go and pee and then be like... People, a bunch of drag queens A bunch there. of drag queens like doing their makeup and I'm like, you guys can do that in, in Cooper's bedroom. Like, go do that there. I don't know. I'd be fucking holding in pisses. John and I would be fucking... It's always the yard. John used to sleep in my little... Tiny couch. Uh, just mm-hmm. John and Kiri. Kiri. That's right. We all slept together it was in a, fun ways. It was a cute actually. little couch. Mm-hmm. I would sleep at the foot of his bed like a yep. faithful dog. <laughs> Me too. Right, my fi- I would just like kind of like lay my feet over, like so my feet were on the mattress and my back was on the uh, study. M- many what would you times do? I touched uh, both your guys' feet. Like yeah. you'd be like sleeping, and I would be like, "Oh, that's that's Kiri or Johnny's <laughs> feet." Like here we go. Yeah, mm-hmm. curled up in a little ball. My preferred method of sleep. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're a fetal position side sleeper. Honestly, I sleep in all different ways. And honestly, oh, I never man. wake up to pee. <laughs> really? Yeah, wow. really. That's I can't a nice bladder. I'm jealous. I have, urge. I, like I have to get up. And, and you guys it. think I'm the reptilian. This is bullshit. This guy's <laughs> John's the real reptilian. He's the super here. bladder boy. That's right. Got those yeah. good genes. I don't know. Reptiles, I think, just pee where they are. They don't go somewhere else to pee, right? I just peed right now. So oh, yeah. And it absorbs Sounds back like into somebody your at, uh, was it, the school trip? Oh, no. (laughs) For our listeners, you'll remember that was Cooper. I fucked up. Anyway. Where are we? Um, So when he returns to the store and he enters, he addresses the men at the table, and the woman before says the train doesn't stop there normally. The men act shady, and he leaves. They do act shady. Mm -hmm. They say, leaving us so soon? Mm -hmm. Even though, like, I'm not welcome here. But again, this is where I felt like these guys were kind of being cool to him, because they were like, what's up? And they were like, leaving already? I feel like he could have like engaged these guys and potentially made some made some bros. Yeah, th- I mean, again, John touched on this earlier, but th- this guy is Ray Bradbury's character playing, or like him, himself in real life. He's, this is his character. Yeah. Am I wrong? Like, I think 
that's the impression I got anyway, it's especially from his that point he's of a view. writer. Right. Yeah. I wasn't sure because I know that he, like, uh, Ray Bradbury, I'm talking to you, Tom. I'm listening. I know that Ray Bradbury uh, does a lot of different types of characters in his stories. You know, sometimes they're kids, sometimes there's men or women or whatever, all different walks of life. But I wonder if the reason why he chose uh, Jeff Goldblum to be a writer is to have some type of impetus for why he would want to stop in a small town, like, to check it out and be different. Like, what other type of job would he have that would give him that luxury and curiosity to go stop and explore this town if it wasn't you know i mean if he was a businessman had things to get back to like this other businessman on the train mm-hmm. what differentiates him okay to this point what so one of the questions i had was he's on this train and he gets off because he's getting kind of barbed by this business guy mm-hmm. where do you think he was going before this was he just on a train to nowhere like just going that's kind of the impression I got is he's just on the journey for the journey. And so he was waiting to get um, kind of bullied by this other person. <laughs> he's waiting for the universe to give him that push. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what, that's, that's what one of the first things I thought of was like, okay, where he, what, where was he going? Was he like going to like a, a business meeting? And then all of a sudden this guy was like, Oh, you, you don't want to get off here. Like no one gets off there. And he was like, well, I do now. And, and he got fucking, he learned his lesson. Does that make sense? I mean, I, I understand. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think, I don't know. Yeah, I, never, I didn't really think about where he was going. I assumed he was going somewhere. Well, that's the, so, you know, Maybe. Ray Bradbury. If you're on a train, you're going somewhere. Well, yeah, but I don't think he just got on a train. He's just z- zipping around the continental United States. You think States. he was con- trying to get, like, some. He's probably going from, like, New York to Miami or some shit like that. Do you think that? he was just. It was just like a thing or like Detroit. some creative juices filling kind of thing. Yeah, he needed like, the juice. Yeah. Oh, no, I actually think it's pretty cool, to be honest. Like, I, I think it's really fun if you just Looking take for a, inspiration. A, a one-way ticket and jump off wherever you want. I think mm-hmm. it's a really cool thing. Yeah. I love traveling. Yeah. No, I think that's... Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe this was as an art. Maybe that's why he was willing to get off the train. Maybe he was looking for inspiration mm. as a writer. <clears throat> and I hope he found it. I think he did. I think he did too. Cause, guess what happened next? What happened next? The scary man, old man's looking at some knives. Yeah, <laughs> nefarious knives. Nefarious knives, the best kind. Yeah. And then Jeff walks over, and the old man sees him, and he—I'm going to say—he scuttles away, <laughs> like a crab. That's like inaccurate. Crab. Yeah. He scuttles off, Definitely. and then Jeff looks, and he says, "Knives." And then he looks around the corner, and the old man's there. Slinking around. Yeah, a lot of this episode is primarily Jeff Goldblum walking around town, uh, uh-huh. like, yes. observing. That's, like, most of his thing. And, you know, if it's a short mm-hmm. story, you know, you're trying to keep it short and, you know, less is more and all that kind of stuff. But it's, like, the thing is Ray Bradbury wrote this as a short story, and then he wrote the screenplay. So it's not only <laughs> based on a short story by him, but then it's adapted for television by him. It's, like... Yeah, throw a couple, you know, throw us a bone. Like, give us something else Just besides anything. You know, well, he's walking around. <laughs> I, I do have a note about one thing he walks mm-hmm. by. He, I said, uh, "Cool dam." He walks past <laughs> a dam. I was like, "That dam's cool." Did you say dam? That's a good dam. <laughs> I used to go swimming at a dam. Really? Yeah. Never been to a lake dam. Tahoe. Love it. It's great. Tahoe, good place, good lake. But yes, <laughs> he keeps being pursued. Um, yep. <laughs> and. Uh, Essentially, the old man catches up with him, and he says that he's been waiting for Jeff Goldblum or someone like him to get off that train every day for like twenty, 20 years. years. Yeah, yeah. 
That's why I thought this was like a thing where they had to replace each other. I had the same thought when he said, I've been waiting for you. Yeah. It, 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 I, yeah. There's many shows and movies where there's like this thing where you, to get, you know, you're getting replaced by the next person. Yeah. It's almost like Doctor Who kind of thing where you're like, oh, I, mm-hmm. I've been waiting for it. but Oh, like, like this was kind of like a purgatory type situation until somebody yes. else tagged him back in. Exactly. Okay, mm-hmm. I see. No, yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting tagged in. Perfect, perfect way to, to phrase that. I think but. I would have enjoyed that more than where we're going. Yes, I agree. I think there was a lot of <laughs> Potential here that wasn't. Anyway, I don't want to skip ahead too far, but we're not that far so away from. So, old it. dude asks him, mm-hmm. "Do you know anything about your insides?" What did y'all think of that? Okay, here's again where I thought that he, he was going to talk about Judaism. <laughs> because I swear, because the old man looks like kind of Jewish, and then Jeff Goldblum, of course, looks Jewish, and so I thought, I literally thought, and I didn't watch. I don't watch these before I. <laughs> suggest them i suggest them and then i watch them i do that too but, but i'm thinking i'm rethinking that strategy i'm not going to do that next I may time. i'll be better prepared <laughs> yeah but anyway that's after this one i may change order is is that executive yeah, yeah we need to do better coop who made that order <laughs> i'm just saying you never made that order to my yeah, all no, i'm saying is that did. it he might did. be a smart idea to screen the episodes before we choose them but sometimes you don't we, have time we need to be to. doing it <laughs> we only have i mean all right see what we put on sunday so we got sunday monday you have four days to choose it. But the chaos. Yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. The chaos. It's chaotic. Um, but, but yeah. I literally thought he was going to be like, talk about, anyway, it's not important. About Jesus or Judaism? Because uh, he's like, Abraham? Uh, <laughs> no, instead he's talking about hate, hitting, getting all heck of violent. Yeah, heck of much. I don't know what's going on at this point. The old man, he's like, uh, he starts talking shit. He says, uh, have you ever thought about killing somebody? Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is such a refreshing reassuring Aww. thing for a strange mm-hmm. man who's following mm-hmm. you all around town that mm-hmm. you're not familiar with to ask you but jeff's not all that put off no no in it's fact little... he follows him mm-hmm. yeah into a dark warehouse okay mm-hmm. so i want to talk about this yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> this right before the old man is uh-huh. like goes into this little dwelling, whatever it is, he starts talking all this crazy shit about these demon thoughts that invite him to... That, like He's seeing all these like horrifying things yeah. that go through his mind that are terrifying about killing people. And he's like, yeah. hey, you want to go in this old building and take a nip <laughs> from an old bottle of alcohol I have hidden in this boathouse? Like, Dude, that uh, is 100% like on the... Our main you got character. excited by that? <laughs> oh, I, you're like an old bottle of whiskey in a house let's do it why is no, he hiding in an abandoned uh, house like this is something where all yeah, signs house. all signs should be like nope don't go in there don't go do that like yeah. hey do you want to have some whatever some hooch yeah some hooch. seconds before that he says something along the lines of that his head is full of bloody terrible screams or something yes. he's like hey let's come follow me into this dark warehouse yeah, I've just talked to you about killing and how mentally yeah. unstable I am. Yeah. Let's go in here. Let's go but, have a nip, which I'd like but, to start saying now. But your crippling alcoholism is like still being like, yeah, but I'm still going to get maybe a taste of hooch before I fucking get... Yeah, he didn't oh. get his soda earlier. He's very parched. Right. He's thirsty. And he's been walking around all day. But what yeah. is this, Prohibition Days? <laughs> why is he stashing a bottle of whiskey? He's a grown man. That's why no one wants to get why off there. Why is he there. beating well, it? It's, <laughs> like, it's, like, it's a dry town, maybe. I think it might be a dry town. It's like with the, it's like, you know, dad's back Again, in... no one's getting off to dry. Sorry. <laughs> 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 that had layers to it, and I enjoyed it. Thank yeah. you, Cooper. <laughs> it's like when dad's back in the day used to hide porno in the theater, in the theaters, in the woods. <laughs> What? Wait, 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 wait. What? 
Yeah, it's true. Actually, the what? first. I feel like it's. Are uh, you? You're not. You're not gaslighting me, right? I'm not gaslighting you. I need my, to know more. My first experience with pornography, really, was Candy. me and my friends used to, not quite, but me and my friends used to go down into the creek, uh-huh. which was by my house, and we found a fucking thick porno like really fucked up porno like magazine like i'm like with the extreme stuff p and whatnot (laughs) double anal maybe i can't remember wait what yeah (laughs) what what was i don't know what the publication was but it was a graphic (laughs) so don't let your children play around creeks well that's the the thing i think back in the day and i think i was probably on the end of this because the i was probably like 12 or something so it was 2002 and i think back in the day you know, married men or you, you whatever. Couldn't, you couldn't hide your porno in your no. in your home. Yeah, so, so they stashed to... it in the woods or exactly. in the creek in my Two case. Two ball crew. Two ball crew back at it again. Hiding porn in the woods. Yeah. There you go, boys. I, I remember, like, I found a porno in a stump. Yeah. it's a It was a phenomenon. I heard there was some stand-up that talked about it, like, uh, finding porn, like, I in the woods. I found a penthouse. I don't know what mine was, but it did was you ever fun. find any uh, porn in the woods? I found some porn. I, I found some porn in, over some here pond? at the. I found uh, porn at the uh, Alameda Beach. Okay, was so it buried in the sand? It was in the beach. Yeah, it was in the water. It was in the water. It was like in the sand. Like yeah, was it like, nasty or just like Playboy? No, it was like some cheap like bullshit. There's no insertion. <laughs> no man, <laughs> see the one I found was <laughs> you poor thing, you have, poor kid. It may have fucked me up a little bit, but it was like graphic <laughs> shit. I took well. You guys oh, know yeah. about mine the first time I ever saw porn. I told Wait, you this. When, I don't think so. Wait, Autobot yeah, no, place, please, right? Please yeah. tell him. Please tell, tell him me. the story. All right. So I was sick at school. Yeah. Elementary school. Uh, I went to the nurse's office. I had a fever. And there was another kid who was also in the nurse's office at the school. Uh-huh. He also had a fever. His dad was coming to pick him up because we were both sick. And my mom was like, hey, you know, talk to this kid's dad. It's like, hey, will you take him, pick him up too? I'm at work. I can't pick him up. So mm-hmm. some random dad who I didn't know picked me up, took me to his place of business, which was an auto like, garage. Uh, and Doesn't uh, seem like a better place to be. No, it really was not a good place at all. <laughs> it was just two, like, you know, young kids who are not feeling well, like, exploring exploring a dangerous garage and i found uh in the bathrooms there was a stack of penthouse magazines wow. probably about two feet tall Jesus. and uh, tall as you yeah i was like very very i went to the bathroom and i didn't even go to the bathroom i just sat down and looked at all this stuff and i was like oh my god i don't know what's <laughs> up and down like i was blown away uh wow yeah it was uh wait you have to finish the rest of the story on a side note, after seeing all this crazy shit, um, me and my friend went exploring, and I went on the second floor, and I saw some cat footprints on some drywall, and I was like, okay, that's stable, and I walked on this area that you weren't supposed to walk that you couldn't really get to, and I fell through the ceiling and did a flip and landed on a filing cabinet in front of like patrons of the auto garage. <laughs> And this is sick John with a fever. So you can imagine the hellion he probably was when he was feeling well, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I got a I got a I got a nasty scratch on the back oh of my knee my from the file cabinet. Oh. Picture, yeah. this is the picture he showed us earlier, like naked little tiny John like back flipping through the fucking roof just <laughs> How have I not heard that before? Yeah, there was. I just remember Jeez. specifically from this porn magazine, there was like some woman who was like wearing like a dominatrix thing or whatever, and she was using like a crop, like a whip to like whatever yeah. to like spread her like you know lips. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, 
doesn't that hurt? Like, I was just like, I don't know if I thought it was like, I guess I thought it was like, you know, if you ever got like a cut or a wound and was to spread open a wound, I was like, that would hurt. Like, why is she spreading that open? Like, it was very confusing to a young boy. Oh, I can understand because it's an internal it's organ an internal system thing. and you're not used to that. Yeah, I was like, oh, I don't gotcha. know what this is. It's an inside of skin. That is not something I've seen before. So it was... Uh, Imagine Cooper as a person, you know, you work with cars and, and motorcycles a lot. Imagine the next time you're going in to the shop and little tiny fat <laughs> falling from the fucking sky falling through yeah the the drywall ceiling doing a backflip oh as he fucking lands and on top of these penthouse it magazines. was just like yeah i just landed it was like and i was like covered in like dust and like coughing and like didn't know what the hell happened good thing i landed on that file cabinet though i could have hurt myself oh my oh. god that's so crazy I and that's how i discovered porn yeah so wow Every, t- every time I see porn, it's just as exciting. I bet. <laughs> Doing backflips through ceilings, yeah, of course. The only way John orgasms is by doing backflips through uh, fake, <laughs> through fake ceilings, drywall. <laughs> just oh boom, then bursts on you. Well, that was a fun little walk down memory lane. Anyway, anyway. back to it. So then old dude starts laughing maniacally, mm. talking about how he's craving basically the Purge movie scenario. Yeah. Hard, yeah, and I like the little switcheroo we kind of get at the end. Well, the the purge scenario that the curious referring to is that there's this dark half of every person's soul that like has this curiosity and this you know violence and and hate part that uh, you know you have to keep in check because obviously you know it's society and you don't want to like murder everybody and you know we have we're dynamic but the point is he's basically saying it's like until you actually try killing someone that part of you is going to nag you until you are dead mm. so uh he says that the reason he's been waiting for him is because not of who he is but because of who he is in this town which is nobody mm-hmm. he's a person who has no ties to anybody who just stepped off a train for no reason nobody knows he's here he's completely anonymous and he's been wanting to murder somebody and Looks like Jeff Goldblum is going to be that person. So my question was, you know, with the title and everything of the episode, was was this town known for that reason? Being like that there's someone there that is going to be... I don't think so. You don't think so? Like, because it's like, okay, like, is he the first person in decades that's not... That's the story, Morning Glory. Okay, that that's what I was asking. I'm sorry. First no, person really sorry, in like decades to actually get off the train. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like this guy seems been... unlikely, but but no one ever possible, gets off there. Well, that's my that was my question. Yeah. Well, the thing is, people could get off there, but maybe they get off there and they're somebody's relative, or maybe they get off there and somebody knows that they're there for work. But no, he's... it's a town where no one gets uh... off. Well, no, it's not that nobody gets off there. It's that the like people, if you're going to be getting off there. The criteria to, to fit it. the reason, the, the criteria for this guy to, to kill a, you, you have to, you have, a, to have no ties. Mm-hmm. Nobody can know you there. Mm-hmm. You have to have no motives. It has to be completely random. And that type of thing is so rare that it's taken uh, 20 yeah. years. Do we think that the guy on the train is in on it? No. I no. didn't until you said that. No, but dude, he's like really pushing Maybe. for it. He's like, he is. you're not going to get off there. No uh-huh. one gets off there. I think, you know what? Deep take. Mm. Just Deep take. I'm with you. No, I uh, my hot take. Can I have a hot take? Mm-hmm. I think the guy in the train was in on it with uh, old man as well, and mm. and he's like he's been doing this for years and years. That's a good theory. 
And he's like, listen, like, I want to kill someone too. And I bet you if it, they had gone through it further, old man on the train would have been there. Mm-hmm. He would have gotten off in the next day, the next stop, drove over there. They're, they're cutting up heads. <laughs> cutting up heads. Cutting up heads. <laughs> Not cutting off heads. No, they're cutting them up. You got to save that nice meat. Well, guess what? What? The old man starts reaching into his pocket. What's he going to pull out? A knife? His penis. A gun? His penis, maybe. <laughs> he was slobbering over that knife display earlier. I think he would have had a knife. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why when Jeff says, oh, my God, that's so crazy. I can't do a Jeff Goldblum impression. Like, he's like, no, 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 do your best one. I can't. I can't even think of what it sounds like right now. Can you? No, of course not. Can you? I, I don't think I'd be able to do it justice. Can you? Uh, apartments.com. Oh, apartments.com. Uh, but, 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 apart, 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 apartments.com. There you go. But that's like later Jeff Gold. Yeah, he was just like, right. Yes, what? good. Yeah, uh, like, yeah. Like, he's just like, he's like he's editing and shifting his energy. What's the line he says when, when he's trying to work the, the weird soda machine? When she's like, it's broken. And he's like, yeah, I, I know, or something like that. It's a great um, line that he says back to Yeah, her. what does he say? You know what no, I'm she's about? like, I don't know you. And he's like, I, I, I've I, never met I, you I either. Don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's it. Great. I thought it was good. But anyway, he, at this point, he's flipping it, flipping it and reversing it on this guy. And he's like, I've also been waiting for just this moment where I get off in a town where no one knows me mm-hmm. and no one knows I'm here. And I get my revolver, which is in my pocket, and I shoot you. Or something. Yeah, and does like the classic like he reaches in. Does there. he have the gun in his pocket kind of thing? Yeah, know, like he could. But it does do. kind of explain why would he follow this creepy old man down this pathway, right? It there does. was there was decisions that he made that I was suspicious about. That if he didn't indeed have those sort of ideations, it would make mm-hmm. sense. I agree. And um, old man at that point says, "How do I know there's a gun in here?" He doesn't talk about that at all. But he says that, and then Jeff's like. You don't know. You don't. He yeah. gives the old man blue balls, basically. Yeah, he does. The old man is thinking he's going to finally fucking climax to this uh, killing <laughs> of a random person who no one cares about. But then he gets fucking, he gets big dick down. He does. And you know Jeff Goldblum's. Un- oh, no, he's circumcised, yeah. Of His course circumcised, he's circumcised penis is fucking. How do you guys know this? It's big. He's Jewish. He's Jewish. Um, that he's circumcised. Is he really yeah. Jewish? Yeah. I mean, he's got the name. I mean, yeah. This guy. This fucking I, guy. I, uh, you didn't know Jeff Goldblum was Jewish. Honestly, I really, I cannot. Honestly, I'm really bad at spotting Jewish people. Good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, and then um, scene cuts, right? That's right, and we see Jeff Goldblum boarding the train. Yeah, mm-hmm. he gets back on. He's done with his shit. You know, my favorite character this, this entire episode was Train Guy. Train Guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. He was the, <laughs> the coolest dude. I agree. He's the only one I was rooting for. He yeah. was like, I've been, I've not stopped working for like twenty four hours right now. <laughs> yeah. How long do you think the time frame for this episode was? For- well, just real quick, might as well just wrap it up. Um, after he gets back on the train, uh, you think, well, what happened? Obviously, he's alive. The other guy's not alive. And then just as he's about to pull out, we see that the old man uh, goes and sits back down in the same spot that he was at before, yep. and they kind of go their separate ways. And that was his little adventure off in this town where nobody got off. Mm-hmm. Um, Would you get off of this place? I certainly didn't. Anti-climax. I think we should save it for our ratings. Okay. Yes. For right. our... I did it. 
Thank you for just singing this. Um, so shall we roll into it? Yeah. All let's right. Do it. Um, so for me, when I think about my creepy crawlers, I always start off with, would I show this to somebody else or not? That's mm-hmm. five, right? Okay. I would not. Me too. I, there was, okay. So I'm going to start with the ending for me and the lack of climax it gave me. If the rocking chair had remained open, right? That means maybe Jeff Goldblum did kill the old man. That would have been so much more exciting for me, right? But instead having him return to the rocking chair, it really just took the wind out of my sails. But now that I'm actually thinking about the alternate idea that you and Tom had presented, I actually think that that would be the better way to present the story. Um, So anyhow, starts at a two and a half. I did give it a half point bonus because he's got the 90s cut, right? Ooh. Jeff. Mm. Isn't it? But can it be if it's not yet the 90s? Oh, I don't know. Okay, I'll... I'll... Wait, wait, wait. As, uh, you know, the person who made this rule, yes. Yes. I don't... You're qualifying it? What do you think, John? I think we really need to look at some haircuts and say this is the cut and this is not the cut. Because as far as I know... Well, he's got the he's got the he's got the long in the back. It's like a mullet. You described it like the writer's strong hair. Yes, but I always felt that the cut was more of a boy's cut for boys. If it's a oh. man's cut, you know what? That, I, I retract my previous. Statement. That makes sense to me. I, I think okay. you're right. You're so right, John. no bonus then. Um, mm-hmm. So we're at two and a half. It does get a point for star power, so it's at three and a half, and that is where it remains. I respect that, Ice Queen. <laughs> yeah, true. Seriously. Who's next? Uh, you're next. Okay, I'll go next because you're the, the guy. <clears throat> so I've decided I'm, I'm going to change the way I, I rate things because I knew what? <laughs> I noticed before I, I would just kind of be like, uh, here's a random number that I kind of feel like is right. <laughs> you don't have to, ex- you can grade it however but, you choose. But yeah, I want you more structure. Uh, you know what? If that's what you choose, then we follow well, you there. And Kiri, you kind of inspired me because you have like these rubrics, I feel like. It's what works for me. Well, and I think that would work good for me. So, But I, I'm doing a little different. I start everything at a five. Okay. Yeah, me too. And from five. Tom, you do it that way already? Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I'm also inspired by you. Two ball crew. Two ball crew. We have, that's the thing. Me and we're on the same wavelength. We knock nogs. We don't have much hair on top of our head. <laughs> and that lets our thoughts flow more freely than you guys. Sorry. <laughs> 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 anyway, so I want to start at a five. Um, immediately, I'm gotta give it a point for Jeff because again, that's star power. I watch anything with Jeff Goldblum in it, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I would say, it loses a point because of the um, it was kind of fucking boring and it kind of dragged on with a lot of walking around and then. The old man's following him, but then it cuts the commercial, and all of a sudden he's not there anymore. And it was like, what the fuck was that? You could tell it was kind of like just before commercial break, a little bit of tension, kind of bullshit. <clears throat> so we're back at a five now. <laughs> and then, um, I don't know, the ending, again, I agree with Kiri, whereas like there's so many ways I feel like this could have ended, which would have been a lot better. Like I was having the same thought where it's like, oh, if the old man didn't come to the chair... You would at least have the thought, like, did Jeff Goldblum actually get off this town to kill somebody? Mm-hmm. Like, was that not bullshit? And it would at least let you think that. But the old man does come to the chair. And so it's like, okay, so they, did they just both kind of shuffle out of there and walk <laughs> to the train station together after this interaction? And then, I, you know, I also, like Tom was saying, I think it would have been cool if there was something a little more cosmic going on there. Um, I feel like there was more potential. And so I'm, I'm taking a point off for that four. But... I did like the twist, 
And so I think it's sitting at a five. I'm going to bump it uh, another point up to a five. Five points and... Five points. Okay, so the first time I watched this episode, I was confused. I did not really (laughs) understand what happened at the end, probably because my mind was wandering a lot because it was very boring. (laughs) Um, But I was like, oh, shit, he killed that old man. And then, like, all of a sudden I saw him and I was like, oh, wait, maybe it was just all in his head. And I was like, wait, what? I don't understand this. So then I watched it again and I was like fine, I guess I have to watch this again. And then watching it again, I was like, okay, I get it. There's this stalemate where he kind of calls his bluff. He's like, yo, I have a gun, so you can't kill me because I'll kill you. But I'm like, if this guy was going to kill him anyway, he already risked getting killed himself, right? So if this old man was he just expecting for him to be like, okay, go for it, like, didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, I would have really liked for the old man to have a plan. I mean, if you're planning this thing for 20 years, I'd like to, you'd be like, oh, not only do I have alcohol in here, it's like also laced and now you're going to die or, you know what I mean? Or here's a weapon to do it. There's none of that. Um, I think that with a lot of these Ray Bradbury theater stories, they make great short stories because you're just like, this is the information that we're giving you and then you can infer the rest. Whereas when you're watching it in a show, you're like, why did that person do that? Why did that person say that? And you're not really kind of clued in on what they're thinking or feeling. Um, but I don't know how I felt about this. I like Jeff Goldblum a lot. I feel like if Jeff Goldblum wasn't in this, it'd be like a fucking one, dude. (laughs) Um, so I guess I'll give it a little star power. Um, and like you guys said, it had some potential, but really the majority of this episode was watching Jeff Goldblum walk around a town Mm -hmm. and people be not friendly to him. And then at the end is when they finally spring on you. This is what it's supposed to be about. And it just kind of didn't pan out the way i think it was supposed to so i guess i'll give it a 3.5 creepy crawlers very good score mm-hmm. very not very not fair. a very good score no, no, I'm saying one of, one of I'm, my I'm, lower scores i'm saying very <laughs> fair score fair um you guys all made very good points but i will say that also i'm sorry go ahead i just want to revise mine because i meant to deduct it two <laughs> points for how stupid the ending was <laughs> so i meant four out of four. okay so carrie you had 3.5 and Cool. All right, I'm gonna three more times. Um, because I had it written out here, but then I fucked it up in my head. Sorry. I am not a Goldblum fan. Like what? No, I did think he. I think this really? was. Really, but I. You my, don't like the fly. No, Jurassic no, no. Park. No, no, no. I'm saying that I. I, I think this is, is actually a good point <laughs> of his acting time period where yeah. he's not playing. He's not doing the Johnny Depp thing where he's playing the same character or, and or anything like that. Like I, I felt like he was actually kind of believable. Like where he's playing a writer. Mm-hmm. Which gives a little bit credit to that. Um, I did really wish that there's some sort of thing where he was getting some sort of like curse or whatever passed yeah. down to him. Where like I, I was hoping at the end, that, like you know, the when the old guy he would be the old guy sitting at the train station waiting for yeah, the, the next, next person guy. to get off. And I thought that was a really big missed opportunity to make a cool story like that. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, and would I show someone, oh, hell no. This was <laughs> not great. Unless they just wanted to jerk off to John's dad, basically. <laughs> uh, no, I. it was unremarkable. Uh, no, Not good music. Nothing, anything to really bump the score up. I, I Honestly, I'm going to give this one a 
3.750. Only one zero. This, you know how he likes to give like a dozen zeros. I feel like that says something. That's pretty damning. This was a bit of a stinker, huh? Mm-hmm. But, you picked I, it again? But, but I'd like, uh, I don't know. I, love you. I like doing these, though. To we, be fair, we have to do it. You got if it. we had to do a uh, Ray Bradbury theater, this is probably one of one the ones up there. Ones. If it wasn't this one, it was probably going to be the William Shatner one, which oh, is the other, man. I think, second most best well-known episodes. Oh, really? Um, but yeah, I mean... Like I said, when you mentioned it, I was like, I've heard of that. I yeah. just have not watched it yet. So wouldn't it have been cool of like at the end of the episode, you see um, uh, Goldblum like watching the train go away and the, the old guy's getting on. And Dude, anything would have been cooler. Yeah. He killed him. The other guy killed him. Mm-hmm. He killed the train station. He get hit by a train. He fell in the dam. <laughs> anything would have been better. I like, agree. Yep. Just but I mean, like, the it, fact it, that it nothing more fun of a, it would be more fun of a, like a classic uh, story where this guy is replacing, like you know, he's like the guy like w- like waiting the door, so to speak, well, for yeah. some sort of a death kind of thing. Yeah, it could have been good. It I just didn't take any opportunities. That's the thing. It had, and that's the thing that was frustrating. I think about this yep. episode yeah. is there's like. You have a chance for like, yeah, like John, you said, like he kills him, mm-hmm. like Jeff kills him. I think that would have been a really cool twist if actually yeah. that's why Jeff decided to actually hang out with this old man is because he actually wanted to kill him. That's what I thought was happening at first. Mm-hmm. Me too. I was like, oh, and that's why at first I was like, oh, that's a good fucking twist. That's the, that's what I think of every time I the end, old men. <laughs> you want to kill all the old men. That's why Tom was hanging out with old men. I was going to say he hangs out with me. That's true. <laughs> but no, and or Tom, like, as you said, like a cosmic, like weird thing where it's like, now you have to be like the guy no, that's who the thing. sits here. Yeah. That would have been really cool. That's, that, that's my exact point. Well, I yeah, but instead been... it's like, as I said, it's like, okay, so they both awkwardly shuffle back to the train station and Jeff leaves. It's like, that fucking sucks. Yeah. It's blue. I, I, my last note literally is he gave the guy blue balls. Yeah. <laughs> and, the, and the viewers blue balls too. Yeah. Because that was a bit of a slow burn mm-hmm. where you're expecting a bit of a payoff. It's a lot of walking around for nothing. Yeah, you don't get a payoff. It sucks. Ray Sorry. Bradbury's got a big, big belly. I will say that. There's nothing wrong Ray with that. Ray Big Belly. He's an older man. Ray Big Belly. See how you look when Why you're not body years shaming? Old. That's right. This was yeah. bad enough we can talk smack nah. on the quality of this yeah. episode. I'm old and bald. And that was the other thing. So I don't I w- care. Did you guys watch this on Amazon? I did. Me too. And, and the, thank God because it you was, didn't pay money for it. No. Well, I pay money for Amazon Prime, which I'm ashamed to say because I know I, I, I don't like giving them money either. I know, no, but it's I just know. The, the perks. I don't have Amazon Prime. Really? <gasps> oh, Would you I, watch this on Pluto? Uh, no, on uh, YouTube. Damn, oh. I can only imagine how bad the quality Johnny, was. Johnny, I have a it was spare bad account. On Prime. I can give you. Okay. Good call. Yeah, fight the man. Jeff, you heard that. Come get him. Uh, we get. We just got another, uh, like our fifteenth. Se- <laughs> I know we've got so many. Like what? Was, yeah, we got another one, right, John? Yeah, another lost. Don't you guys? Oh, worry by the way, little head about that. <laughs> before we go out, fuck the the crash test dummies. Just as always. Are you and gonna say fuck Bob Marley too? <laughs> no, because I like Bob Marley. Everybody looks Bob Marley. Yeah, he wasn't a nice guy though. But he's dead. He so likes to stir it up. Fuck whoever's uh huh. And burn it all down. And you know what else he likes? Uh, he likes having no women and not crying. Yeah, and he likes to shoot the sheriff. And Songs of Freedom. And uh, Three Little Birds. <laughs> <laughs> Smoking two joints in the morning. That's sublime. That's Whoa. not, yeah. I'm joking. Right I'm gaslighting. Oh, he's you're pranking us. Troll. Blaga waka. All right. All righty. So uh, this week, 
we did this. Next week, we're going to do... <laughs> a much better episode from me. Yeah. Yes. Do you have any idea what you want to do yet? Um. Yeah, actually. I was getting some ideas. I'm gonna, I have some research to do because I'm going to do it right from here on out to be a full... Me too. Um, you know. She's rubbing her belly. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I, I, I appreciate joining the podcast and being a part of this with you guys. And I want to make sure that I am you know, bringing it with y'all. So Wait. I'm going to do my work. I appreciate Here's bringing the heat. And therefore, I... We'll officially actually watch the episodes before I recommend. I mean, we're up before in our game. I tell us. What That's right. The new kids are becoming the cool kids. That's right. We're learning still. Mm-hmm. We got our training wheels. We're on. the crotchety old men. Yeah. That's right. You're the hey. cool kids. Oh, dear. Terrifying. I fucked up. <laughs> All oh, right. damn. Do you guys uh, want to uh, leave anybody with any last words to the. Do we have any. Listeners? Did you check the emails? Ooh. Uh, Got to take my phone off airplane mode. Let's check it out. Okay. And uh, take a look here in the old short and spooky email. Uh, we have an email. It's uh, kind of long and verbose, so I'll just paraphrase it. It is from uh, one of our listeners named Kyle. Um, what's up, Hi, Kyle? Kyle? Hey, what's up, bud? Uh, and essentially what he's trying to ask is, um, since we always talk about anthology shows, if we had any anthology stories that we enjoyed, and I figured this would be quite uh, appropriate since we were talking about Ray Bradbury. So, crew, what do you guys think? Do you have any favorite short stories, anthology stories, or things that spring to mind when you hear that question? I do. Um, I actually love a weird short story. I have, you know, Ray Bradbury's Sound of Thunder short stories um, right in the bookshelf up yonder. Ooh, I can Um, see it. But my favorite is actually a selection by Amy Bender, Willful Creatures, um, described as Hemingway on Acid. Very strange stories. Um, Again, none connected to the other. I loaned it to you, Johnny Boy. Mm -hmm. Um, Weird, weird, weird. But I like that. I like things that don't follow the normal course um i like it when you can sum it up in a few pages and i think that's maybe the energy that anthology shows give me um is you get that enjoyment you get that pleasure you have to paint a pretty broad picture of what's going on in a short amount of time um so it's an efficient storytelling uh and then there's a satisfaction usually to a short story where there's like a twist or an observation or you know there's something that gives you that uh, that nugget and there, so there's it's rewarding something for me. to where you think enticed and invested in a, a very short amount of time where it's really fun where you're not you're not like oh i'm gonna spend this whole week reading this book or uh, you know whatever it, i think it's that's really fun i i've read number particularly ray bradbury he's got a lot of good stuff that's very short and mm-hmm. uh, you remember you gave me that uh time traveling book years ago johnny mm-hmm. um and it's it's really fun i don't know Greatest uh, time travel stories of all time. Hmm. A lot of good ones in there. And like how sad was the movie that they made of that, right? Like that is not a butterfly. Um, Anyhow. Which movie? The Time Machine? Butterfly Effect. Oh, that was a, I liked that movie. The short story was exquisite. Really? Mm-hmm. I like that movie though. What's, what's his name the in there? Ashton Kutcher. Who's the, who's the, is there a female lead? There's a female, uh, <clears throat> not really a lead. He's had a really romantic good interest because yeah, you know, <laughs> of course. But I don't. Is he attractive? Right. Yeah, he's a good-looking dude, right? Of course he is. I never found him attractive. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying we do, but I feel like, like, that's what he was hired for. He was like a model before he was on uh, that '70s show. Mm-hmm. He's a really? good-looking dude. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's certifiable. He was with uh, Demi Moore. Yeah, and now he's with uh, what's her name? Mia Kushner. Yeah, well, Kunis was the name Oh, before. Mila Kunis. Yeah, mm-hmm. from that 70s show, Jackie. She's beautiful. Isn't she? And that was like her first uh, kiss on that show. And oh. now they're married with babies. She let She let her about her age to get on the show. She sure did, because she was only like 14. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
Uh, Classic any, Mila. Any short stories that you got, buddy? Me? Um, I actually constantly am reading short, <clears throat> scary stories on like Reddit, on like r slash no sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but the last like one from a certifiable author that I read that I enjoyed, it's actually been a while, but it was probably an H.P. Lovecraft story. I would say my favorite would be Shadow Over Innsmouth. That's a good one. I know John's a fan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with that one? Uh, yeah, I do. I, I read a bunch of H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. His stuff is really interesting, but I, mm-hmm. I think it's kind of what you were talking about a little bit, Kiri, where you know, a lot of times he will use these descriptive words very sparingly and leave a lot of it up to your imagination, which is where a lot of the terror comes from is because your mind just kind of goes crazy with these uh, yeah. few descriptors. Um, but yeah, there's, I mean, clearly, yeah, Ray Bradbury, I love him. He's amazing. But uh I would say if you guys want to read something kind of like Ray Bradbury, but not Ray Bradbury, um, uh, there's a great book of uh, short stories by Orson Scott Card, um, who, of course, wrote uh, Ender's Game. Uh, He does also very, very well uh, with short stories. And uh, I I rented, excuse me, I checked out a book from the Alameda Library. Oh, hey, bud. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. And, uh, yeah, very, very impressive. but yeah, I, I guess what are we talking about? Our favorite like little short story? Yeah. Hmm. I guess it would be from that time traveling one I gave you the best time traveler stories. It's called Time Travelers Never Die, and it's about these two like professors who work at a college, and uh, they basically go on these trips to different places in time. And what they'll do is they will like do all this research, make sure that they have like accurate clothing, accurate like you know facial and hair and stuff like that, and then they'll like you know go into like coin collectors borrow the currency from that time so that they, they can go back in time and like live there and uh one of the guys dies and the other guy goes to his funeral and then upon visiting him realizes that it's not really his body in the coffin and that he's still off gaining all these crazy time travel uh Ooh, scenarios cool. hijinks yeah 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 mm-hmm. and uh that's kind of the twist at the end is that it's like time travelers never die because it's like if you don't ever have to uh you know return to a place it's like what keeps you there because in this story they don't they don't age because you're moving outside of time yeah i like the not not aging part of it all yeah so uh basically if you just are perpetually jumping from place to place then you won't be aging because you're only aging while you're in that place so this guy is just constantly in between Mm. Mm. yeah wow that's interesting. But that's, yeah, that's the, the, mm. still, the, you know, anthologies are great. Short stories are great. It's like, you know, sometimes I got stuff to do. Uh, you know, it's great to just pop in, get a little bit, and then, you know. Just a bite of a world. Exactly. Just a little bit. So I was thinking, it's like, I kind of, I actually know that I prefer to read short stories as opposed to starting a, like a for real, for real novel because it's a like, commitment. yeah, it's such a fucking commitment. And you're like, I don't know if I'm going to finish this. And then you kind of get turned off by it and you kind of shy away from it. But short story or a short episode of a show mm-hmm. is like, it's like, I know that I have the um, bandwidth right now to tackle this. Yeah. And that's nice. Um, the one I was going to say uh, as the last one to, to reveal these things, but um, is actually another one that uh, John introduced me to was uh, a short story. It's called, and you might know the exact name of it, but it's, I want to scream, but I can't open my mouth. Or something <laughs> you like have that. no mouth. I have no mouth, but I must scream. Yes, <laughs> and it it blew my mind. I remember this is probably almost when we met, like when we, we first met like eight years ago, uh, you told me about the story, and I, I remember reading it, and it, it's terrifying. 
Yeah, I'm, the author's name is escaping me right now. He's written uh, actually a couple different episodes of the anthology shows that we talk about. Um, but yeah, the plot of that story is basically it's a post-apocalyptic wasteland and uh, one of the last living like sentient AI supercomputers that can like manipulate and do all this crazy stuff is keeping these four or five people alive in this weird like like holodeck type scenario where it can completely control everything that's going on and he'll like make people like sleep with each other and then like kill each other and eat each other and then they'll turn them into monsters and then they'll like put them through these terrible things and it's basically this intelligence that doesn't understand humans completely torturing the shit out of humans and these people who oh. leave these harrowing existences and at the very end this dude is turned into this fucking terrifying monster blob where he's just in excruciating pain constantly and just is living this per like total hell and the last like line is it's I have no mouth and I must scream yep it, no, it's you can really, read it. It's like good. maybe yeah, you can read it in like fucking five ten minutes. <laughs> and that's no, the beauty it's... of anthology stories and anthology episodes. That's right. Thanks for writing in, Kyle. Uh, great question. Uh, for those listening at home, please let us know what your favorite short stories are. Uh, you can always tweet at us. We are at short and spooky on Twitter, or you can write us an email yourself. Uh, we're short spooky at gmail .com. Yeah, we'd love to give you a shout out and talk about whatever you are curious about. Speaking of shout outs and something curious, let's give a shout out to all the eeries. The snippies, the whatever you are, shorties, <laughs> shorties and spookies, in uh, the shorties and spookies, and um, thanks again for listening to the episode. We really appreciate uh, every time you guys uh, hit a hit a like button on all our, our different platforms, and we love hearing from you guys. And also, coming up soon, we're gonna pierce my nipple. Yeah, maybe this week. Yeah. Thank also, you so much for listening. Bye, guys. Bye, bye.